Hey guys, welcome to Because I Said So, the podcast where we discuss age and how it affects how we perceive ourselves, how we perceive others, and the conversations that we have because of it. Thank you for listening, and please leave a review to support the podcast. Thank you. everybody we have a very special guest today she's a good friend of mine emma rose do you want to introduce yourself hey guys i'm emma rose smith and i'm friends with virginia and i love that she's with us yeah and today we're going to talk a little, a little bit about emma rose's like experience with activism um and kind of how that's worked being in a community where maybe she's kind of more of the outlier. So first, can you start out by telling us a little bit about your environment, both like in school and just in kind of like the city and community around you? Um, yeah, so I go to Franklin High. Um, I live in Williamson County. So very already like off the bat, very, um, I just feel like no diversity, mm-hmm. uh, very the same throughout, um, basic, a lot of basic people, a lot of Republicans, a lot of people with different views, a lot of more racist people, um, just a very like hard environment for growing up in. Um, if you're like trying to create your own views or just like trying to like be yourself. So just like very not diverse at all. Um, yeah. And I mean, obviously, I know like neither of us are like trying to correlate Republican automatically with racist, but I think that like in the South, sometimes there can be like a thin line, like it can kind of blur sometimes um, and it can kind of be like a little bit of a correlation, um, but obviously those two are not like equal. Um, but how did you kind of go about forming your own opinions in a place that is so different from what you believe? Yeah, so like the reason I mentioned like there's a lot of Republicans earlier was because like growing up um I feel like all my friends everyone around me just had that one view of like more the right side or more this is not okay like bad like no gay people no don't be yourself no like no like god everything like that was just like very much south churches like three churches next to my house um very like um, white non-diverse community. So mm-hmm. I would say people who were rich, people who were um, homophobic, racist, like all that kind of stuff just like around me. And so it was really hard for my own opinion and speaking out about it because I would form an opinion uh, from like just being myself. Like I think the reason I formed my opinions and how I did even with friends who had complete opposite opinions of me was just like my parents not teaching me anything and like putting me out into the world and just being like, okay, figure it out yourself. And obviously my parents kind of guided me along. Like they, they very much normalized like being gay. Um, they normalized that. Like I have my mom's brother's gay. So it was like very much like many people in my family are gay, my cousin's gay. So it was just kind of like, you know. yeah just in my family like it was just very normalized so I think that was kind of where like most of my opinions started forming was like from like a very young age yeah Um, and how did you go at finding like-minded people because obviously like you said um there just 
weren't a lot of people that believed maybe what you believed. There was like a lack of diversity. Like you said, political beliefs, and we'll get into this later, like political beliefs versus like an actual like human rights difference of opinion there. But um, like political beliefs don't always stop you from being friends with people. But how did you go about finding people that were like-minded? I think that very much like your personality and kind of like who you are as a person like I very much think that political beliefs are morals like they are very much morals so the morals yeah. that you have for yourself bleeds out into your personality so the personality mm-hmm. I have is very outgoing very loud like funny sexy <laughs> yeah but, I can vouch for her just like <laughs> yeah Virginia would know but just like like, very left-sided I felt like that was like my let out into my personality like you could very much tell and then obviously you're gonna want to be around people who are the same personality as you the same jokes so like me just like making the jokes I have and a person making them back and being like okay like I like this person's personality very much like just got me like the friends I have like I don't think especially in high school I just like would like just become friends with people and then I'd find out oh they're like super far left well I am too um it was just like I wasn't really like attracted or like to people who were very right because I just felt like I for some reason I don't know I just think like people's personalities are very aligned with like their morals and like who they are as a person and you kind of like find like when the people you know yeah get along with yeah and then when did you kind of start to speak out and like voice your opinion on things when you saw things that you disagreed with because I know that that can come up in conversation naturally um and I know that you've had a lot of these beliefs like you said that since you were younger but when did you kind of start to speak out more I think it got like more intense ninth grade I mean I was always like a very big advocate like um for just like people and like people who were treated differently, um, not necessarily like the Black Lives Matter stuff and all that like stuff happening didn't really come up until last year, but like always in elementary school, middle school, like I was like, I'm just trying to find a way to say this. Like I always went out of my way to be friends with people who like had disabilities or who like were um, special ed, like mainly just like not even because like I was like, oh, like I have to be nice to them. Like just because I was other people, like I want to be their friend. Like yeah. why is most being so mean to them? And like just my entire life that happening. And then like, just like me, like being the friend, like advocating for them be like, yo, like be nice kind of thing I, mean, I don't really know I don't really know if that was like more of your question um, no yeah no I I think that that definitely answered it because that was just kind of like what I was getting out there and that kind of leads me into when you have like these discussions firstly how do you say civil in having kind of these discussions with people who like disagree with you or if you do at all because I know that can sometimes be hard and then how do you handle like that backlash without feeling so ostracized um I very much especially freshman year like when COVID hit and like everything was like getting a little crazy everything was happening and people were finally like being like okay enough is enough um 
I just think also the people I was around and like everything I was just like hammering people who had different views than me like not being civil just being like really rude about it and um I very much like regret that because I feel like people obviously when they feel like they're being attacked have to be defensive and they don't necessarily want to like listen or Mm. talk they just kind of want to be like okay you're being mean to me like shield guard like no like I'm done talking to you and obviously from my end I got defensive I didn't want to listen to people and I just feel like I was very immature about it but now when I go about like having these conversations I'm just like hey like that's not okay and this is why and like just don't say like just don't do that or say that because like that's like bad Uh, you kind of have to treat it like you're talking to like a little child sometimes just got to be like very nice straightforward to be like this is bad because of this and that can cause this and this and this and if they're like okay I see your point like I'm sorry like I want to change my opinion um they can do that but if they don't want to like obviously that's on them and that's not like a reflection of any of us so like just like trying to like treat them like well they're still human and they're still gonna react how we would anybody else would yeah and I mean especially when it's in an environment where like one opinion is just so popular I feel like there's like a lot of times people don't always know all of the background research they kind of just go with the popular opinion um and so how do you go about when maybe people you still bring that up and you try to be as civil as possible but people don't change or they just don't have that willingness to learn how do you handle that and not let that just like make you unable to keep pushing um, and keep speaking out? I mean, obviously like one person doesn't reflect on anybody else. Like mm-hmm. what someone thinks, believes, speaks is completely different from what someone else believes, speaks and things. Like we're all different and we all have different opinions. Like no, like nothing's black and white. I feel like there's like, it's everything is just like a gray area. Um, so it's just like if one person doesn't agree or like is like very upset and they're like no like stop I'm just gonna be like okay like that's on you but I'm still gonna continue to do my work and you don't you can either like choose to be a part of it not a part of it you can choose to be part of the problem or the solution and that's just like them because honestly nothing I can do about it more like a lost cause kind of thing yeah And then you mentioned last summer and kind of the start of like the Black Lives Matter movement and how that was being revamped. And you were actually involved with Teens for Equality. And so can you talk a little bit about how that started um, and just kind of like what you all did for those that don't know? Um, Yeah, so pretty much last year, me and this girl that I was really good friends with, um, we went to a protest in Nashville and it was on May 30th and we were like, or May 30th, May 31st. I think it was more May 30th, yes. And we were like, oh my gosh, like, this is amazing. Like, this is, like, the this, the work that these people are doing are, like, so good. Um, we want to, like, continue, like, helping um, out, just, like, going to protests, like, attending protests, like, doing stuff that we can from our end. So my friend was on Twitter, and she found this girl named Z who was trying to host protests and she was like hey can like me and my friend join and help you guys and another girl um saw it too and was like oh my gosh can I help out so we all like kind of just made this group chat in discord and we're like let's do this we went 
we made an account we raised money we got like a couple hundred dollars maybe like 700 something like that and we're like dang like like let's go buy snacks and waters and canopies and let's go find a speaker you know um and this all took course over like four days um, wow. <laughs> so we started planning i think june 1st and then the second they were just like consolidifying it and then the third we got like all the supplies and then the fourth was the day of the protest and when people were like also the third we did like little interviews to like talk about it, and be like come to our protest um the fourth was the day of the protest and it was just like insane um it was like still so crazy it's so like so hard to believe like to this day that like it actually happened because it was like we were only expecting like a thousand people when people asked and when we saw the huge crowd we were like okay this is a thousand people because I didn't know what 20,000 people looks like I mean it was insane um so like that's how like everything started yeah and then I mean afterwards what was it like for you to see yourself making such a tangible difference and having all of these like politicians and people like reaching out or talking about it what was that like for you honestly like I don't really know because at the time like I was just like didn't even have time to process it um I just feel like it happened very fast and at the time I was like okay this is normal but to this day like whenever I tell people about it they're like that's crazy like how did you do that like that's insane like I can't even like I don't even understand and I'm like I don't understand either um it's just like very back like I feel like last summer when everything was happening like I didn't even see it as special or anything like that I was like okay this is like normal like this like is a normal thing like this happens all the time kind of thing like that's the way I treated it as um like everything that was like all the interviews and all the attention that we were getting I like I didn't really like see it as like a a big like special thing I was just kind of like here I am this is what I'm doing believe me or not like I wasn't really doing it for any of that so I guess like I didn't really click for me as much yeah I mean I think it is really cool to hear you talk about because I think that you can definitely see and understand that like you said that's not what you were doing it for you were doing it to help and make a difference and so all of that kind of collateral was just all like all drawn up and everything else but was there any backlash from people that you know like in your community or your school or did you feel like anybody was like saying things behind your back or things like that yeah definitely I received a lot of tension hate from people at my school for sure it was very much like 50 50 I mean into like today's environment I feel like everyone like you don't really meet anybody in the middle at this point mm. because the social media everything that happened it's kind of like extreme left extreme right extreme this extreme that so there was like 50 percent were like so supportive like oh my gosh like blah 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 like wanted to ask me about it and then the other half were very much like no like awful why'd you do that like what blah, blah, yeah blah, blah. like yelling doesn't make any sense all lives matter like all that kind of stuff and um it was very much like i don't know it's just like a lot of a lot of people just like talking about my back being like why did you do that like of course you did that oh like oh, little little white girl williamson county blah 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 um just like from a lot of like 
guys in my school too like just saying that maybe we're like what is she doing yeah and I think it's sad because you see that also like that was just like so early in high school and it's like people even at that age are like indoctrinated a lot of times into what their parents believe and then I think that they just can't see the other side because like you said things are just so extreme and still right now and that kind of leads me into what I wanted to talk about next which was after that moving into the election and also dealing with COVID like what was the election like in your area what were masks and COVID like in your area and how did that all go down um at that time I was like exiting my phase of being like hateful and immature about people who have different views than me and so it was really weird because while the election was happening I was very much like Biden like if you support Trump unfollow me like I hate you you're gross bye which is obviously like very extreme Mm -hmm. and a little dramatic but also kind of valid to some extent but obviously like I didn't need to be like that hateful and I just need to let people live and obviously if someone's opinions were bothering me or someone was like just like outright being an awful person I can always remove them as a follower like Mm -hmm. I didn't like publicly shame them um so like all that was happening and then like masks I think like almost everyone wore masks I mean people were like nose below the chin (laughs) But there was, like, most people, for the most part, because our school is very strict about it, was, like, mask. Some teachers, some people, not at all. Some very much. Um, I just depended. Yeah. And then what was, like, the general mood about COVID? Because I know you all went back very early. Like, did people feel like it was, like, a valid thing? Because I know that you said, like, the school was strict about it, but what was kind of the student opinion on it? it was very much like some people were like I don't care like I'll wear one and then some people were very much like bro what the f he's nice under anything <laughs> I just feel like it's just so extreme like it was just so extreme like very much pro like mask anti-mask like I don't know it was just very much like the students were one way or another yeah no gray area no there was really not gray area I mean there's one or two that were like um oh like I don't care but I feel like it's just like not that many people were at that point at this point especially with the political environment and just like everything that's happening like very one way or another yeah and I mean it's also hard like you said with the social media thing not to get so heated that like I one thing that I've tried to tell myself recently too is like you can dislike the person's beliefs, but don't dislike the person, which is hard too, because like you said, a lot of times it's tied into morals. And so it's hard not to see the two as two different things. Uh, but I think that, that it's, it allows me to humanize the person more when I'm talking to them and having that conversation with them. And I know that that's hard. And I know that I saw a lot of people doing that with Instagram too, being like, unfollow me and all that. And it's hard because, you know, I mean, if anything, we want to share beliefs with the people that disagree with us. But at the same time, when things are so, so heated like that, and obviously, like, you were, like, being at school with people that just are, like, vehemently disagreeing with you every day. I'm sure that that's really hard. Um, and I was also wondering 
if you've had any issues with like teachers at your school and things like that, or like, how do you stand up to people that are older than you with like without power dynamic? Yeah. Um, honestly, I, and this is like maybe a terrible view, like obviously like not in that way, but like this may just be like, I know a lot of children don't think this, but I literally treat adults, like, based off of how they treat me. So if an adult is extremely rude to me and is just flat out a terrible person, I give them no respect. Like, honestly, for me, age, obviously, it's not just a number. I don't think I'm saying that, but, like, <laughs> age is, like, just, like, okay, you're older, you're probably more experienced, more mature, but doesn't mean you're actually more, like, mature mature you know what I mean so very much when I see an adult and they're just being like rude or like they're just being like ick I'm just like okay I'm gonna be ick back like yeah <laughs> it's like I don't I don't care I don't give an F if you're a terrible person I'm not gonna treat you with an ounce of I'll treat you with a base of respect but I won't I won't respect you mm-hmm. and then did you have any experiences? I mean, especially after being involved with stuff like that, like did teachers act any certain way or was that more like? Yeah. Um, I had one teacher that loved bringing it up. He, he really enjoyed when I was either, it was like a very like loud, it was in my, I'm not going to like say who it is, obviously like, I don't mm. think you listen to this, but I, <laughs> uh, it was in like my theater class, so always that class. We're all very comfortable. We're all very loud. Like we talk a lot. And I think our theater teacher, like he was he like he his views were not good, but he was just someone like very like like loud, talkative. So we were always like talking, like talking um to him. And just like, you know, like we gotta put that aside for a second because class. Mm-hmm. you know so like I was talking about I was like talking about how I did Girl Scouts with this girl in my class and I was like I used to be so mean to you like I used to bully you I'm sorry and she was like laughing about it. she was like no it's okay and like all this kind of stuff and we were just talking about it and like laughing about it and then for some reason I don't know what was going through his head but he said oh being mean to her well look at you bullying people and then holding all the little black children's hands and then I was like, that is just so uncalled for and also just like wrong. <laughs> like, why would you say that? And everyone in my class was like, what? And there was like people like POC in my class. Like there was this guy in my class who was a person of color. Like um, he was black, like he was in involved in all kind of stuff too. And he was just like, like, what did you just like? Like, my, that teacher was just, like, very comfortable with showing his views and being racist, even when there was someone in our class who was Black. And it was just, like, very much, we were all just, like, why did you say that? Yeah. We stuff all the time. All the time. Did administration ever do anything about it? He's not fired. So, okay. I, was um, like, I was, like, good. <laughs> and it was bad, because, like, obviously, sh- stuff, like, should have happened earlier. Like, this kind of stuff was going on for years and years and like the entire year and he only just got fired because someone 
came forward with like something else that was like awful and they were like okay we actually need to address this now um because this is getting to a breaking point yeah I mean I also remember last year there was something about the school district and the county kind of talking about like dearest WCS and that account that was bringing up all of these racist issues at the schools and how schools just weren't doing much about it and I thought that that was really striking as well he was on it a lot and in the very beginning of the year he was very hostile towards me because he was like yeah so you made like he was convinced he would say almost every day that I made that account it was me and my little squad trying to ruin his life because he was on it all the time he's like what do you have against me huh and I was like one I'm literally a child and you are a grown man deal with this properly yeah two even if I did make it why is the problem you being caught like aren't you gonna like be like I'm sorry like yeah that just that seems like so for yourself his whole demeanor seems so out of pocket and like just also so just like concerning and it's concerning that you had to deal with that and also that he was just there for so long uh a long long time like over a decade oh my goodness this kind of stuff was happening like to my brother and his friends my brother did theater for four years um so we're getting a new teacher so that's at least a positive (laughs) and then kind of moving into I mean I know that you mentioned it was like you got like backlash from people at your school like boys being like oh like this little white girl from Williamson County but also like as a white person how did you go about you know like learning that maybe some of the things that you were saying were wrong or even just not even as a white person but just like growing and developing your opinion like what did you go about doing when maybe you learned out okay maybe what I was thinking was wrong maybe my opinion was wrong and how do I grow and fix it from here yeah so at first I was very much like uneducated like uneducated and I was definitely doing stuff that was very questionable um but I was never like like just because who I was a person having the same political views I'd had since I was like very young like I never like said any like slurs or like the n-word like I was never a part of that crowd so I'm very grateful and lucky that like I found like-minded people around me who weren't like that um but like just like off the bat like I was just very uneducated and I was like getting educated and every time like I was like oh I'm really educated I'm really educated and I had like a hard time recognizing that I was like a white person in Williamson County not sharing the same experiences as a person of color um and like even though like I can like be like okay this is wrong like sympathize I can't really like empathize because I can't like be in their shoes Mm -hmm. um so at first that was very much like I am educated I am educated but like truly I know like I was not and I like just wish I listened more had like a more open mind being like defensive um it was just like really hard at first like just like trying to like be educated like know what's right and like what's wrong and like recognizing like oh I'm doing this this is wrong or oh I need to take a step back because although I'm like very passionate about like advocacy and like being like hey like that's wrong like we can't like let this like happen like as a white person I need to know when to stop because like being a white savior is a thing like a real thing and like 
obviously like you can advocate for people of color like you can like be like okay like I'm gonna like raise your voices and like help you guys like it's more of like recognizing that the like solution isn't gonna like come just because of me like just because I'm white like I don't need to save them like they're not less than I am so like just trying to like it was just hard trying to find like the middle ground between being like an activist with a group than being like a white savior who is like like you know what I mean yeah hard to find like a middle ground and so like I think now like if I did that kind of stuff now I'd be like why approach and the things I do I think would be much different like not my views or like what I believe in but like just like being as involved as I was I would obviously be very involved but I would let the other people in my group um the people who are actually color like the people who are actually like black and go through this kind of stuff like take more of the control so I think yeah. that was very much um a big part of it so yeah I, I get that I think it's it was definitely a really good opportunity as a white person myself too to learn that I don't always have to be the one speaking sometimes it helps to just amplify other people's voices like sometimes like I can just use my like whatever platform quote unquote or like you know audience even just as like a high schooler um, to just promote other people's voices instead of always adding my own opinion to it too. And then also, I know that we talked about this a little bit earlier, but how have you learned to draw the line between like a political difference versus like basic human rights and like that just whole spiel there? Yeah, I mean, like being like, I feel like nowadays like politics have become more of like based off of your morals and like what you think like people like now so she left with um more blm pro-choice pro lgbtq um pro human rights healthcare, like free healthcare, like all that kind of stuff um is very much human rights and the right is more associated now with like pro-life like more anti-lgbtq laws more like just the opposite of everything I said like not free healthcare, like a decrease on taxes and stuff like that so um it's hard nowadays to like draw the line but for me personally what I do is like I have a couple of friends that are like are Republican but they're not like actually like Republican and are in our terms like they are very much pro-choice like BLM like LGBTQ like very supportive all that kind of stuff like were very supportive of me last year but they're like, oh, but like kind of iffy, like, oh, capitalism over socialism. Like that's kind of where I stand personally, just because of this, this, and this, which I think is obviously not really like as much human rights. It's just like more of like money and like, just like their opinions of what economy could work better. Um, which is like sometimes like hard to like understand, obviously, because my views are completely different than their views, but like, it's very much like I can respect them as a person because they are a good person. Um, I feel like that's kind of where I draw my line. But yeah. it's hard to know when you're 16 years old what everything actually means. So, yeah, I mean, it is hard. I know that I've listened to a lot of podcasts or like read things about how, I mean, it's almost like there's three different parties, like Democrat, Republican, and then like 
people that support Trump. I feel like that's almost like its own like kind of different party. But now it's weird because the line between like Republican and Trump, it's just getting kind of blurred. And I think that it's kind of like that party is like almost split. So I think that like you were saying, it is hard because there's so much that's being associated with that, that it's like the line is so blurred right now that it's like hard to understand what somebody means. I mean, even with people who are Democrats or like on the left as well, it's like there's now so much like, especially with like the extremism, everything, it's like, well, where are you actually in it? Like, it's like, there's just a whole huge thing. It kind of feels like now, like what used to be Republican, it's like kind of centrist. I don't know if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, no, I totally agree. It's like very much like what used to be like actually politics is kind of like, like older Republicans are more like centrist and like people who are left are more like, like called libertarians or liberals. Um, yeah. Um, no liberals like libertarians and like kind of stuff like that like it's just like seems like we have formed like two completely different parties and some people just like aren't even recognizing that yeah no it's like we've introduced like a new extreme and it's like so now it's like everything is shifting over a little bit um and then kind of like yeah um kind of like finally what is your advice to people who are maybe afraid to speak up in an environment where they are maybe the outlier what advice would you give to them you are not an outlier like obviously probably more people have a different opinion than you than like people who do the same thing in but like do not be scared to speak up because there's definitely people who you are like they don't believe in that kind of stuff who definitely do and are just not talking about it because they as you are are just too scared to are not being like just like scared to like just like don't know what the outcome would be. I mean, it's really hard growing up in this, like, in the environment you're in. If if you have a different opinion, like, it is, people are not scared to bully you about it. Like, people are not scared to be like, uh-uh, like, you're a terrible person, blah, 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 blah. Like, like, bully you about it, make fun of you. Um, so that's really scary. I mean, obviously, you don't want to be, like, bullied, but obviously, you want to speak out about it and be like, hey, like, that's wrong, blah, 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 blah. So, like, I, my, like, biggest advice would be, like, just do it because you are not the outlier. There is, like, there is a lot of people who have the same opinions as you, maybe haven't spoken out about it, maybe have, and maybe you just don't know them. It is so helpful when finding people you want to be around because it's just, like, people will join you. Like, people will agree with you. It will never be 100% one way or another. So just remembering there's a gray area and that gray area consists of many people who will be supportive. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, And I want to say thank you to Emma Rose just for being on today, but also like just getting to see you grow as a human and like have that desire to learn more and grow, I think is so inspiring to me and I'm sure will be inspiring to everybody who listens. So I just want to say thank you again. No problem. Thank you so much for having me. I haven't done like an interview in a long time. So I was really scared and I didn't really know what to say. So no, I think you sounded really good. And thank you to everybody for listening. Have a great day. Bye.